terrifying. That was absolutely terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. That was pretty scary. Well, I'm never going to be able to sleep again. (laughs) Hey, guys. Welcome to Rowan's podcast. I'm apparently doing the thing, maybe. Perhaps. Rowan? Maybe. I don't know. I I don't even know... I don't even know His if I intro, introduce. This man just didn't do an intro. I don't know if I do my own. The worst part is I know I don't know if he's going to edit this, so that may be the intro. <laughs> I think <laughs> I love that. It might. All right, so sense. this is uh. Hey, I'm, I'm going to do the intro now because Michael ruined it. <laughs> so this is just going to be the pre-show. That's the pre-show. We're I'm going to keep that's that file pre-show. somewhere, but. That's the pre coming of the podcast. Shut the fuck up. I saw that too. I was like, that was the audio pre come. Shut up. Okay, one sec. Hey, Hey, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Hi, so this is uh, Delivering the Goods. Um, And uh, today we have uh, Michael and Peter. It's We're finally do the intro. Did you hear that? Hey, I'm I'm trying to make them all like consistent because that's my mood every time I record. So hold <laughs> up, people. You're just like no one was ready to record today. So today I'm gonna bitch about Billie Eilish. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Just like um, the other episodes, make them a little cheap. Maybe I said the recap version of the episode. Just, just rowing for like twelve seconds when he wasn't paying attention to the recording. He goes fuck, and that's it. <laughs> I <laughs> I do I do that a lot. Like if I go in my recorded for anchor, I'll just like there'll be like thirty second snippets of me like trying to start and then i just say fuck what am i doing and then i slam the table and yeah it's great i don't know what my neighbor thinks of me but hopefully they (laughs) know i'm a nice guy well that poor boy (laughs) i don't know what's wrong with him but oh boy those those people got a got a real something on their hands okay i don't know what that was uh we're gonna get to the actual general topic of you know Yes, so what are we doing today? So we are doing... Well, we're we're just talking about how garbage the Grammys are. The Grammy shit. The show that nobody watches that's highly televised. Yay, Ron gets to shoot on Billie Eilish again. The one run by (laughs) white America. But it's run by white America, but we have to... Talk shit about white America. And it feels like they made the all time. of their picks in March of 2020. They made them a whole year in advance. No, you know what it is? Is it's the old executive like? <laughs> I think my wife would like this. It's just a Beyonce song. <laughs> like, ah, yes, I heard my wife talk about the Beyonces ones. Didn't she win like two Grammys? Yeah. Didn't her daughter win a Grammy? Yeah, because she was in the music video and they went for best music video. Really? And apparently they let the seven-year-old direct the music video. Grant, I guess when they literally had millions of dollars. Probably would have done a better job. 
Now she's nine. Damn. Because I thought they said she's like the second youngest Grammy winner now. I just want that unborn child to um, get a Grammy. That would be amazing. <laughs> okay, so I don't know how we're gonna start this. Like youngest Grammy winner, eight months. How we're gonna? Row. I'm saying right now that was already part of the start. We well, yeah, but like, fuck me. I'm. Fuck I'm it, not good at this. We're doing it live. Ah, fuck! I broke a hair elastic. A real struggle. So, Rowan, are we going to open up now with you bitching about Record of the Year? <laughs> I don't even know who won Record of the Year. Was it Billie Eilish's? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. What? What? What is her new record? Okay, let me look was, this up. It was Everything yeah. I Wanted was the one that won. Billie that was Eilish. a record? I thought that was a single. Yeah, no, that that's a single. Record of the Year is, like, top song of the year. Oh, cringe. So, I'll see. Seven wins? What the fuck? You're like 12. <laughs> she's 18. Yeah, she's well, not. She's like 19 now, I think. But she's a year right? older than us. No, I thought she's a year younger. No. She's younger than us. No, she's 01. No, I looked this not. shit up. Are you kidding me? Anyways, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'm I'm pissed about that. That that's no. Yeah, it wasn't even good. Was it was like, probably just like 19. I'm depressed. Like, come on. No. no, this was the one that Okay, here's the one thing. I get why people like her. I don't like her song structure of the like she's almost whisper singing under the beat. Yeah, it's just an easy way for her to make money is to not actually sing. Like, it's people like say she that she has talent. Like people say she has talent, but I haven't seen it yet. The albums were but... better when she didn't write them herself. <laughs> <laughs> her brother's the real one. That's, that's all I'm the saying. The thing is, like, the nominees, in my opinion, none of these should have won it, personally. Because the other nominees were nominated. What? Half of them shouldn't even have been nominated. Honestly, yeah. Because it was Savage by Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce. Circles by Post Malone. Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa. Say So by Doja Cat. Rockstar by DaBaby. Colors by Black Pumas. And Black Parade by Beyonce. I liked Colors. Apparently they did a... I was going to say, Black Pumas... They're the one that I wanted to win, and if it was going to be any of these, but I don't think any of these were the record of the year. I mean, obviously, no. you can look at the snubs and go, like, literally, Blinding Lights obviously was the song of the year. Obviously. Easily. There's nothing with that much reach. I thought Jack Harlow was on for record of the year. No, nah, his was uh, Hip Hop Performance of the Year. We're going to get to that oh, one. Okay, for sure, for later. sure. So this is her back to this is back to back for her. She got yeah, bad guy last year. Yep. That's cringe. She's racking them up. Then the next category is album of the year. I'm just going starting with just the general categories. Um, yeah. So like not genre specific. Okay, Other folklore. Black Pumas, I believe that folklore was deserved. I love folklore. Yeah. I love Taylor I like Swift. The- 
Pumas one, but personally, the one I'd go is the Janae Aiko one. That was my favorite of the ones there. I haven't heard it, honestly. I liked it's the Black good. Pumas album. I listened I to that a while really, back, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, 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 when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard every album on this list except for the Janae one and uh, Jacob Collier. No, I listened yeah. to Everyday Life. It was okay. I did, I don't even know who those two people You've are. Never heard Jacob of Collier. I don't even know who Haim is. H I H A I M E. Why I did remember. I say? Yeah. Hollywood's Personally, bleeding, I wouldn't say it would be record of the year. That didn't feel like... Yeah, there's a lot of things that didn't feel like record of the year. I mean, again, another obvious pick for that would then be After Hours for album of the year. Obviously. Obviously. like I feel like that's kind of the cop-out problem is he was snubbed, but he would have won so many of the. Yeah. He probably the next, won half of them. This one's always weird to me. It's song of the year. Like the other one was record of the year. This is song of the year. Black Parade by Beyonce once again. The Box by Roddy Rich. Cardigan by Taylor Swift. Circles by Post Malone. Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa. Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish again. And then If the World Was Ending by Julia Michaels. Where those were all the runner ups, and the one that I won was her so. with I Can't Breathe. If the world was ending, <laughs> is possibly what? one of the worst things to come out of this year, mainstream wise. I haven't even heard it, and I don't want to. You really don't. It's like this somber piano, like general. Honestly, I like that. I can't breathe one because I want. I like the idea of her having a bunch of Grammys, but that doesn't feel like a song of the year kind of thing. Like that's why I'm saying, like it feels like they made all the picks. In March of last year, when like, well, now that was like June of last year, when everything was like absolute shit in the U.S. Just looking at this list, I think that Dua Lipa deserves it. I, but I can't. I have not listened to "I Can't Breathe," so I can't really attest to it. What? Yeah, that's understandable. Oh, never mind. Now here's a weird one to me. It was best new artist? It was best Ingrid Andrus. Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe Bridgers in Best New Artist? I know, right? <laughs> I just heard that Megan Thee Stallion, that's her birth-given name. Yep. That's when fucking you... stupid. <laughs> Not the, the stallion part, though. She's the horse. No, her fucking last name is Pete. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> her name All is right. Megan Pete. Is her real name Megan the Pete? I'm not a fan of country by most standards, but Ingrid Andrus, that's my favorite artist on the list. Where, how far are they? Personally, I like Beast Smoke on there, and I liked Catronada on there. I like the fact that Catronada is on there. Bum rush? (laughs) Tika to me was the one that made no sense being on there at all. I'm trying to find. I can't the think of any buzz for her at all. For whom? For Chica. The only thing that I can is, think of, she's a female rapper who's like a super technical rapper. She made it on the XXL of this year. 
Okay. And that's the only thing I heard from her this year of like notoriety. Now this one was disgusting to me. Was the pop best pop performance? All right, so best pop performance that means like live show. Um, no, it means like I don't. It means quality, I guess. It's weird. One of those because it seems like best song is kind of like most popular, but this is what they consider the technical best hit or whatever. Like from a musical standpoint. Yeah. Okay, I believe that Watermelon Sugar deserves it. At least compared to the other ones. The Dua Lipa one's not bad, but it's like... Yummy by Justin Bieber. That That is hardly a song at all. Yeah, I don't know why that's there, but... Uh, it sounds like man, a I bad really, trip. I really like the mixing and the tracking on Don't Start Now, but I believe that Watermelon Sugar is a more technically good song. Yeah, to me, I feel like the Taylor Swift one doesn't really fit with, like, pop performance with that album. I would say it's it's pop, but, like, it it's does like fall in pop. the new cottagecore trend. Cottagecore, I love that. She's a cottagecore lesbian. And the next one is uh, best pop duo slash group performance. Yeah, I haven't heard this song. It's obviously a Spanish one. Un dia, so one day in Spanish. J Balvin, Yeah, I haven't heard that. Yeah, I neither. Intentions by Justin Bieber and Quavo. So basically, the song of Justin Bieber, like, I'm not trying to fuck your daughter. I'm trying to fuck your daughter. And then Quavo just being like, Yeah, he do. <laughs> Quavo in the background, like, Bro, I just showed up to fuck. Then we have BTS, a band that I've never listened to. Yeah, I don't Dynamite's speak. the Dynamite's the most uh, commercial. Yeah, hit, right? it hit number one on Billboard. That was considered one of the big snubs. I know that. That's actually pretty cool, honestly. But yeah, it's really cool because that was the U.S. charts. It's not like it was the international. All right, so like, uh, "Rain on Me" was delivered pretty good. Hear it on the radio pretty much every day. It's not a bad yeah. song. I do believe that uh, Exile was uh, delivered better. But I will say the one thing with that song is, like, I've heard it before from other reviewers and stuff like that talking about it, saying that it felt like a deep cut that people accidentally stumbled upon. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't go, a Taylor Swift and Bon Iver song, that's going to be a certified hit. I'm pretty sure that's what they thought when they were making it. That's like the first really hit Boney Vare song. I mean, I suppose, but Boney Vare's been getting a lot of uh, attention for no reason. I find, like, Justin Vernon as a musician, he comes up with a lot of things and a lot of odd ideas that most people don't. It's the same with Tame Impala. Mm-hmm. But, There's more of a niche to the audience. Yeah. All so right, so are we moving on to pop vocal? Pop vocal album. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. All right, so I've heard three songs on this, so I can't really say anything. Oh, about you're it. looking at traditional pop? I was looking at just pop vocal. Pop. Yeah. Do you want to just skip to pop vocal? Yeah. All right. I feel like at least with that, the rest of us can talk with a little bit of knowledge and expertise. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, so I've also only listened to three of these fully anyway. I've, I've listened only listened to two of to them folklore. and a little bit of... I listened to Future Nostalgia, I listened to Fine yeah. Line. I listened to Future Nostalgia, Fine Line, and Folklore. I listened to like three songs off the Justin Bieber one. And none of wow. the Lady Chaga one. Uh, is this the album where he does all the... This is the one where he tried to make now? an R&B album. It's where he's starting to get into that because he won't he won't talk about sex as being sex. He's like, we're going to have a linking of our bodies and mind and spirit. That's kind of weird. Yeah, it is. That's why people are joking that he joined a cult. Well, I think that Fine Line was a better album than Future Nostalgia. Just my own opinion. I could agree with that, but Future Nostalgia was interesting, like I I don't know. I'm wondering in this category if this would be one that the weekend would have been in. Uh I would think so. Fine I think line maybe. Fine line does feel more like a mixtape ish. Like it doesn't follow the same quota. Not really what a mix so means. It's electronic, but... and I feel like I probably have the most knowledge in that because I at least have heard all but one of these songs. All right, so you're the only one with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I heard that Diplo song, I heard the Flume song, I heard My High, and I heard Ten Percent. I listen to Ten Percent a lot. The difference I only listened to a few times. My high I listened to probably three times. And on my mind I listened to once. Didn't hear both of us at all. This so is what a... does uh, dance recording mean? What does that mean? A uh, dance song? I don't know. I don't listen yes. to this kind of stuff. So this is like not in my... Yeah. Well, no. At least according to what I can get out of this. It's saying like, in the, like it's the best song... I guess on a technical level in dance recording mm-hmm. this year. Fair enough. It should be uh, One More Time by uh, that band that just retired. And I just. You mean Daft Punk? A yeah, song that came I... out in like. <laughs> Shit, that's an older one from them. It's off their first. 2000. I think it's yeah. the 90s. I... Next one was uh, Best Dance Last slash electronic album I listen to two of these I listened to Bubba and I listened to Planets Mad I listened to Bubba I think it was alright I think it was probably the best one there I like Bauer though So contemporary instrumental music I don't think we can even comment on that I did listen to Live at the Royal Albert Hall because I do like Snarky Puppy Yeah, that was a good album I liked it (laughs) I yeah, think yeah, that's best that's vocal deserving. rock performance. I don't know who Sh- Fiona, oh, Fiona Apple is. Fiona so. Apple won, and the others were Big Thief, Phoebe Bridger, Haim, Brittany Howard, and Grace Potter. Okay, but where's the pretty reckless on here? <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. It's not on there at all. That sucks. Uh, Fiona Apple, she's a pretty good singer. Yeah. All I can really say. I gotta hey, so... go Phoebe Bridger because I'm not trying to get smacked up by Elton John. <laughs> Fair enough. 
Great Paul is pretty good. But and I the next one we have is best metal team. performance. Bum so, rush. Uh, Bum rush. Yeah, blood money. Oh, power trip. Yeah, I that's don't good. listen to metal. Deserving. Well, it should have. I don't know. I haven't listened to any of the these other of the other shit there, but Executioner's Tax, yeah. Swing of the Axe Live. I'm I surprised that. that in this moment got a nominee. I mean nomination. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm surprised there's thrash metal in here. Fair enough. So for best rock song, we got Kyoto by Phoebe Bridger. We got Lost in Paradise by Tame Impala. Not by Big Thief. And Shamika by Fiona Apple. And they lost to Brittany Howard's Stay High. Personally, okay, I think so Lost in Yesterday was the best song. How out of the loop am I? Who is Brittany Howard? I don't, I don't know, know who know. this person is. Okay, fair enough. I've probably heard the song, but I don't recognize the name to it. So I don't know new rock stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know so a little get bit, but it's not much. I just feel like that, like that Tame Impala one. At least I felt like it transcended the people Dude, that wouldn't Tame listen Impala. to rock albums would have heard it. Aren't they alternative though? Yeah, they're so tech rock. Alternative is. Alternative rock is rock, but alternative is not rock. True. It's odd. So let's go into the best rock album. The Strokes? I think completely deserved. I love that album. Yeah, I agree with that too. Yeah, I think that's... Yep, I agree with that. It's not only because that's the only one of those I listened to. (laughs) (laughs) I did listen to the Grace Potter album, but... To be fair, I did not listen to the others. Yeah, we have Alternative, which was... Alternative albums were Fetch the Bolt Cars by Fiona Apple, Hyperspace by Beck, Punisher by Phoebe Bridger, Gem by Brittany Howard, and The Slow Rush by Tame Impala. This one, I'd go Hyperspace, personally. That was my favorite. I would go Hyperspace, because then again, I've only listened to two albums on here. Yeah, I've listened to three. Hyperspace was a weak back album, to be fair. I liked it, though. <laughs> it was good. Oh, yeah, yeah, onto a category I know. R&B. <laughs> there we go. Now, this one was a weird one to me. Because it was Lightning and Thunder by Janae Aiko, All I Need by Jacob Collier, Goathead by Brittany Howard, and See Me by Emily King. So Brittany Howard is a rock slash R and B like Travis ass motherfucker. Apparently, and Jacob okay. Collier, I thought this guy was a whole pop singer. Yep, me Personally, too. The thing is, it's saying is this is for performance. So to me, I think Lightning and Thunder because that's a duet, and it was a good duet. Like they actually worked off of each other. Well, John, but I understand nothing, but yeah. But I give a, I understand giving it to Beyonce because it's Beyonce. She is the queen. Yeah. That's one of traditional R and B performance. I like the Chloe Haley one. So. What is traditional R and B? Like well, what after is... a while, there's kind of that swing of like new R and B, which is the stuff that's closer to hip hop. So it has more mm-hmm. of like hip hop drums and stuff like that. And themes. Traditional's so is, more like the smooth stuff. Is it like actually rhythm and blues? It's the stuff that makes you want to kill yourself. 
Or smoke a cigarette on a couch. Or just like... Like sit in a really crappy New York apartment on one of those couches that has plastic across it still. Fair enough. Just look out a tiny window. The next one here was Best R&B Song. It was won by Robert Glasper and her. So, again, I like her getting another nomination (laughs) and a win, but it was also... It's also Beyonce, Black Parade, Collide by Earth Gang, and Tiana, Tiana Major 9. The Slowdown by Skip Marley and Her, which is uh, Bob Marley's son. Chloe and Haley's Do It, and that was the noms. Oh, I didn't even know that. That's actually cool as fuck. You didn't know that that was Bob Marley's son? I did not know that Bob Marley's son made music. Two of his, I think, make music. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, then I did actually, not know Bob Marley had two sons. Apparently, I think he actually has like a couple kids. Like I was surprised by it a while ago because one of his sons got featured on um, Four Four Four. Yeah. Yeah, his son Damien was featured on Four Four Four. I did not know that was his son. That's pretty cool. Yeah, personally, I think the Robert Glasper one is good, but I would have given it to Do It. So I think that was the better song there. Mm-hmm. And then best progressive R and B album. Deserve now here's another one that you could argue having the weekend in that too, mm-hmm. because he really sits on that pop and R and B lane. Yeah. But this Good one, I like the winner on this one. So this was a funny one. But it was Chalambo yeah. by Janae Aiko, Ungodly Hour by Chloe and Ailey. Free Nationals by Free Nationals. Fuck Yo Feelings by Robert Glasper, and It Is What It Is by Thundercat. I feel like it's deserved. Yeah. Yeah, I For love the, the fact nominees. that Thundercat... He, this man got Lil B a Grammy. I was like, <laughs> technically, Lil B also won. <laughs> but the best part is the song Dragon Ball Do-Rag now has a Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> The song about trying to pick up chicks while wearing a Dragon Ball Z do-rag. Beautiful. It's probably not that hard, honestly. I don't know. Have you listened to the song? <laughs> yes. Talking about having to remove cat hair and shit. <laughs> but then the next was album, which it was Happy to Be Here by Aunt Clemens, Take Time by Giveon, To Feel Loved, by Luke James, Bigger Love by John Legend, and All Rise by Gregory Porter. Okay, so I have heard one album on this, and it is not the John Legend album. I've heard three of them. I heard the John Legend album, I heard the Gibeon one, I heard the Aunt Clemens one. I have the Aunt Clemens one. This is out of my territory. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, but... I feel like Gibeon should have honestly gotten it, but... I feel like the real bump in people recognizing him kind of happened probably after Grammy voting and whatever. Fair enough. But if I know John Legend, he probably deserved it. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't think the album was that great, but here was the one that pissed me off. Best rap performance? I think. Yep. <laughs> this one got me heated. Because they gave it to Megan the Stallion for Savage. I get Instead that that song smoke. Is... No, 
I think Deep Reverence should have gotten this. Really? Big Sean and Nipsey Hussle exchanging bars. Like, and it paid homage to the fact that Nipsey's dead and, like, continuing his legacy and everything. And then they were like, yeah, but, like, Beyonce, though. No, they're, like, <laughs> more like ass, though. Basically. I mean, the Pop Smoke one, good song, not a Grammy kind of song. That's, like, a BET hip-hop kind of song. It's definitely not a Grammy type of song. Surprise, it got uh, the nomination, but the I problem feel is, like I feel like it. the thing is, I can think of things that deserved over it, like the box mm-hmm. by Roddy Rich. I really don't like the box. I don't either. I didn't like it either, but that song was absolutely massive. It definitely was. But if we're going by that, Savage was also way bigger than Deep Reverence. Yeah, but I feel like Deep Reverence is one of those impact ones, like the same, like, if they went with the bigger picture by Lil Baby. The shitty thing is, that is the least streamed song on the noms list. Which one, bigger picture or Deep Reverence? Probably Deep Reverence. Deep Reverence. Yeah. Like, the album got number one, I think, but... The song, I think its peak was only like 40s or 50s on Billboard, something like that. How are you going to compete with DaBaby? <laughs> <laughs> Not just that, the biggest DaBaby hit other than maybe another one that we're going to have to talk about in a second. Rockstar? Yep. Is on this All next right. one. Best melodic rap performance. I don't think I like DaBaby, only for the fact that there was this one kid on my hockey team that would play to baby all the time, and because I hated the guy, I hate to baby. <laughs> Damn, love that. Well, what I was gonna say on this one is this one's kind of ridiculous to me. You have Rockstar by the Baby and Roddy Rich, which here's the thing: that song was saved by a remix. It went from having no meaning. Two, he adds an extra verse, and then everyone sees it as, like, a civil rights anthem. Yeah, they have Laugh Now, Cry Later. Which, I I would argue deserved it, but I'm not sure, I hate, because... I really there's... do hate to say it, but if it is melodic rap performance, then Drake does deserve it. Yeah, but the next one was Lockdown by Anderson Pack. The problem is, I feel like that didn't have much impact. As like, much it as got a remix like, with a bunch of people, but it didn't get, it didn't have a big stamp on, like, culture at all this year, I feel like. Yeah, Anderson Pack being my favorite on the noms list for this category, I hate to say that he did not deserve it. Because there was the Scott box though. by Roddy Rich and Highest in the Room by Travis Scott. A song that's two years old now. Yeah, pretty much. Isn't the box also, like, two, three years old? It's uh, like it 2017. Like of, no, it was like tail end of 2019. Jesus. It was like, it was like literally the last two weeks of 2019 that the album came out, so it got big in 2020. Still qualifies. And it was pre-pandemic 2020. <laughs> yep. Back when all the kids in high school would play it in their vehicles. Exactly. And TikTok, people were actually doing that outside. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so best rap song, I think yes, that... Savage got the, it again. 
I think that the Bops did deserve it for this one. Yeah, I could, uh, I could yeah. understand that. Frankly, I think maybe the bigger picture by DaBaby. By Lil Baby. Because on the basis of being like a rap song and being a quality rap song, I think that's the best one there. Frankly, I don't think any of these actually were even close to being the best rap songs of the year, other than maybe the bigger picture. Because it had a good message, and it like actually made sense at the time. Like, it didn't feel like just a money scam, I guess. Like, a way to easily get money. Mm-hmm. Just print more money. That's a money scam. <laughs> but now we get to the really weird, controversial one: best rap album. Mm. Now this one is to five nine. I've heard yeah. some shit about this. Uh, now this, this one's yeah. fucking ridiculous. I've These only heard Alfredo. Not one of these was a bad nomination. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I've only heard but Alfredo. But King's though. Disease album is easily the weakest one there. I I really? heard uh, it was a video. Some guy was talking about how uh, they w- what they basically did was give Nas a Grammy yeah. because That's he deserves one. But for this album, it's kind of cringe because it wasn't that great. It was a good album, but it was, it didn't compare to the other ones. Yeah. Like, there's been some great lyrical albums this year, and these were all great lyrical albums, but that one was just good. It was, I think yeah. it should have gone to Alfredo or a written testimony. I liked Alfredo. Alfredo was really good. But now we're on to one I know nothing about. Uh, Bluebird should have won. I've listened to all of these on the country radio at work, and all of them suck. (laughs) I'm glad I don't work at Foodland yet. Holy shit. Then we got Best Country Duo slash Group Performance. Hey, wait, 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 wait. wait. Thousand Hours was a good song. Miranda Lambert is ugly. Anyways, moving on. (laughs) Good job. Okay, but best country duo group performance. I believe that Ten Thousand Hours was well deserved, even though that Dan and Jay putting Justin Bieber on the track didn't really make sense since they all sound the exact same. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard? Uh, I don't know which one of them, but I was listening to like Cool and Hundred. It might have been on a way to like an orthodontist appointment or something, but they were on the radio, and it's like, can you do? a cover like they're talking about how they sound like justin bieber it's like can you do a cover of a justin bieber song i couldn't tell the difference yeah definitely not all right you want to move on to a category that i'm surprisingly pissed off about this year sure best country all right right, so we're moving on to best country song and then we've got the worst song that is the winner crowded table by the high woman why then we've got bluebird again which i said was a good song the Bones, I don't like the song, but I can acknowledge that it is a decent song. Better track than Crowded Table. More Hearts Than Mine, my favorite country song of the year by Ingrid Andress, which who should have won Best New Artist, in my opinion, whatever. Some people do. I hate Old Dominion. Can't really add on to that. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm just I laughing know. at the fact that one of the old Dominion's like Dominion. name is Shane a- McAnally. It's kind of funny that two people that have been in Old Dominion went to our high school. Who? Jesus Christ. I don't know. <laughs> Still cringe. Best country album. Oh, we, we have, uh, we have uh, the new Melissa McCarthy again. What are you talking about? Miranda Lambert. He's been she looks shitty. Like Mal- you were here earlier. Like- you were just shitty on Miranda Lambert for no reason. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> she looks right, like so best country album. I've only heard Ladylike, as I said, Ingrid Andrus. Beautiful. <laughs> Rest of them, never listen to them at all. I don't like country. <laughs> Has the only opinions on it. Then we have New think... Age. New I thought I said New Wage. I was like, we're getting paid? What? I'm not gonna lie, I have not heard a single Album Rowan plug this sponsor right there. We're not getting paid. Yes, we are, Row. No, no, we don't <laughs> have a sponsor. <laughs> I have a sponsor that I made. It's Anchor. <laughs> now I'm not gonna start it. Okay, we have jazz performance, because I know nothing about New Age, and I don't think the rest of us know anything about New Age. Nope. Improvised jazz solo. Or are we going straight to jazz? Ooh, Gerald uh, Clayton. Good solo. job. What'd you say? They got the Gerald Clayton one you said there? Yeah, they got Gerald Clayton on here. Where? Celia. Improvised jazz solo for Celia. Oh. Listen to it. It's good. Have not heard the rest of them. I've heard Pacamama. I've also heard Mohonk. I've not heard All Blues, so I can't tell if it's actually the best one. And Guinevere I've not heard. And tomorrow is a question. Never heard of it. Never heard of Julian Lag either. Which one are you on here? What are you oh, on we're about? just moving straight on to best jazz vocal. Oh, he's just ripping. Okay. Album yeah, or... I was still on improvised jazz solo. Oh, okay. Let's move on to jazz vocal album here. All right. So, honestly, I don't think we can have opinions here for a little bit. Because I don't want to no. like piss anyone off. I've heard of Carmen Lundy. That's yeah, it. I listen to jazz, but I mostly only listen to old jazz. Yeah. Um, there we have. This is a funny one coming up. We got the gospel and contemporary Christian category. <laughs> oh, we're but, going all the way down to there. Yeah. Where is Kanye? Where's no, 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 no Okay, first of all. I actually have an opinion on one of these. I just think that Sunday Morning should have won. That Lecrae album was pretty good. I'm sorry, it's a song in this case. but My sister listens to Lecrae. Lecrae pretty good. I, I don't... Oh, no. Listen to this anything Chris with Brown on Christianity it. in it. Where? The Blessing. Oh, Damn. God. Dolly Parton. Cool. Oh, yeah, we love Dolly Parton. <laughs> Michael, man, yeah, I fucking hate country music. Yeah, dude, we love Dolly Parton. Dolly now, Parton here's, is a treasure. Now, now here's that. Best contemporary <laughs> Christian music album, Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. 
The man. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? He actually won. I was yeah, he won. <laughs> no, Gears already gets better. <laughs> With that win, him and Jay Z are now tied for the most Grammy wins by any form of hip hop or urban like musicians ever. That's oh my amazing. God. <laughs> Is he gonna piss in this Grammy? <laughs> Here, that's the thing. He pissed in a Grammy, and they gave him more to piss in. <laughs> they just want him to fill him up. <laughs> Be thirsty here. So we got. I don't know anything else about like the gospel albums. That's like an ask my parents kind of thing. No. Nope, then we got no Latin pop. We don't. I, I don't only know these Latin. because of women. And that Bad Bunny one apparently was really good, so I'll give it to that. Only artist I know on it, so good job. I, I know Ricky Martin. Oh, I know uh, Ricky Martin. Best Latin rock or alternative? Okay, I don't know Latin. Yeah, I don't know Latin rock, but that sounds awesome. I don't Let's know. Let's just skip on to my favorite, uh, my favorite <laughs> one, so best regional Mexican music album. <laughs> Hell yeah, we got Tejano. <laughs> Tejano and Mariachi, baby. We got La Villa Strangiano. Oh my god, Rolando. This is an Ask Tori moment. I don't know if she even listens to music from her homeland, but still. This is an Ask Tori moment. Fuck, what do you call it? Fuck. What do you call those? I forgot how to speak English. All right, guys, can we just... Uh, honorable mention goes to... Hey, hey, hey! Yeah, sure. John Prine? Yeah, I, I mean, agree. that Black Pumas was well, there, though. But, but Black Pumas. I want them to get one, man. They deserve <laughs> I just it. wanted them to get one. No, I it's just a big cock tease. I listened no, to that album, and I, was, I felt like... I haven't listened to music like that at the time before, and I was just like, oh, this is really good. And I just like, yeah, that was good shit. So, I, like... I mean... Go ahead, sorry. No, you go ahead. I wasn't going to really say anything, just the <laughs> fact that I that's the only album I've listened to in this category. So, besides that, I would say it's the winner. I haven't listened to John Prine's I Remember Everything. All right, and on the other hand of that, uh, I'm pretty happy that John Prine won the Roots performance and Roots song. I think it was a pretty good uh, swan song type thing right before his passing. Pretty cool. We got American Roots song. I don't think we can really have great opinions. John Prine won again, so hey, props to four out of these. (laughs) So what's your opinion on it? So the John Prine one? I feel like Hometown is the worst on it. Okay. And then I liked I Remember Everything the most. Okay. I don't know much about Americana, so if you got an opinion, go for it. (laughs) Don't know what that means. I don't know Lucinda Williams. It's just just New Mexico. Move on. (laughs) Best bluegrass. Again, not my kind of category. Oh, fucking love bluegrass. Whenever I hear it, it's great. I don't know anything. I just know it's awesome. I, I know nothing. I just love it. 
I fucks with the bluegrass. Are we gonna even attempt the blues category? I mean, I haven't listened to much blues this year, at least recent blues. I, I've the, yeah, I haven't no. listened to any. I've just been blue. <laughs> Quarantine. <laughs> so we got a folk album here. Contemporary best folk. I think we've gotten to the point that they don't really broadcast it. Oh, hey, now we got something I know about. We got reggae. I was gonna say we should probably just skip down to reggae. We got the Buju Banton song, Skip Marley, Maxi Priest, Toots and the Maytels, and the Whalers. I listen to all of them except Maxi Priest. Skip so, and the Whalers should have just did it together, and then they would have won. Won the world would cool, place. I would like the Buju Banton one too. That would have been nice. They could have done win. like Exodus or something. I did hear the Buju Banton one. That was pretty good. We got Global Music Burna Boy 1. That's no surprise to me, at least. That's the only one I know on that. Yeah. I don't know what that means. So We got children's albums. It was between two pe- guys. We got to start making children's albums. There was two nominees. Where's Kids Bop? <laughs> You're what only the hell? seeing two nominees for children's album? I'm seeing five. I for best children's two. music album, it's Wildlife by Justin Roberts and All the Ladies by Joni Leeds. That's all that shows up for me. Same. I've got Justin Roberts, Joni Leeds, uh, Alistair, Mock, and Friends, Dog on Fleas, I'll and the Okie Brothers. I just want to point out the next one after this is Spoken Word and Flea is one of them. <laughs> Acid for the Children, a memoir. That's Alex Trebek, sick. The Answer Is by Ken Jennings. Charlotte's Web, Meryl Streep, and Full Cast. This is a Grammy for just Spoken read word aloud? Spoken poetry, audiobook, storytelling. Yep. What? Well, that's pretty cool. Where's the Lonely Island? They should win for what, the best, best comedy. comedy album? Yeah. I feel Tell like uh, Bill Burr should have won. Black <laughs> Mitzvah by Tiffany Haddish. I wouldn't have mind the Jim Gaffigan one either, or the Bill Burr Jim, one. Jim Gaffigan is a, a, a hilarious man. The best part to me about him is I didn't realize until recently, he doesn't swear at all during any of his sets. He, he looks like he would, like a lot. Exactly. He tells stories like he would. But he's like, no, it's all clean for my kids to listen to it. What a man. Now, I don't think we know anything about musicals here. So which one has the coolest name? I'm going with American Utopia on Broadway. Jagged Little Pill. But the, other, the one that won had Alanis Morissette. That's just crystal it. meth. Well, yeah, it's a theater album about her album, Jagged Little Pill. Understandable. The Wall should have won. I don't know. You don't know what Little Shop of Horrors is? I know what it is. No. I didn't listen or watch the theater album, I guess. Yeah, I didn't I don't either. Bill and Ted face the music. Nice compilation. Oh, Jojo Rabbit one. Oh, that's sick. I'm proud. I'm happy about that one. That Bill and Ted album, it, but... I wouldn't have mind that because I've been Alec Wigdahl got a Grammy. And his yeah. career is like just started, so I'd love that. But they didn't they didn't win because of Weezer. Like, come on. I mean, that Jojo Rabbit one was good, though. The whole movie was good. 
Then best score went to Joker. I think wow. out of those, it should have been 1917. That's the only one I watched, and I really did like the score. You've only watched? Wow. Guardians of the Galaxy. I've seen all but one of these. Volume 2. I've never heard of Ad Astra. I've been wanting to watch Joker and Becoming, and I am not interested in Star Wars at all. Understandable. Then the next one is a uh, song written for visual media. Is that the one where she just shows off her body? What? I don't know. No time to die. Oh wait, that's that's from that's for James Bond, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I sadly agree. I remember. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I, there was really any good like soundtrack songs that were thematic to the soundtrack. I remember in Sound the Academy, the Carlisle song was pretty dope, though. Well, like the Juice and the Black Messiah soundtrack, that was like a good soundtrack with songs that fit the theme but i feel like that was too late like definitely way too late for grammy submission how about the lion king one would that be too it was late last too year early? i think that was oh, last my... year i thought it was released later in like Wait, do you know my story about watching part of that no okay this is gonna be an aside but it's gonna be on the podcast so it's funny so that was the time that I went to a drive-in with my cousins really high. And um, I've never seen the original Lion King. And what happened is it was a drive-in, so we were getting food, and I got lost, and I sat down and just started watching the Lion King with no sound, and it was the CG <laughs> one. <laughs> like the new Disney one, I was sitting there with no sound, just going, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Well, it takes silent movies to a whole nother level. Like, you don't normally just be like, hmm, what's the move for today? Ah, uh, yes, a big ass motherfucking lion. <laughs> oh, shit, it sounds like Childish Gambino. What the fuck? <laughs> Wait, no, isn't he like, he's not a lion, he's a. Isn't he like a, the bird or something? What do you mean? No, um, he is actually the lion in it. He's Simba in it. He's the Lion King? Yeah. No way. He's Simba it in a, it. it was this is America. Cast, right? Don't catch his uh, Not all black, but there was majority. Like, I think Seth Rogen is the uh, pig. That makes oh, yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of sense. But he's <laughs> a black man. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Okay, so now it's producer of the year, non-classical. I don't get how they set this up. I think it's because it's... Okay, so it's showing songs that they produced. This is how they've broken it up. Why are you skipping so far? Because a lot of those other ones, I don't think we can really have an opinion on them. Non-classical? question. I was wondering if the best arrangement, if the Donna Lee was a cover of Jaco Pistorius, but okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> but, so, here they have the best producers of the year, non-classical. So, it's Jack Antoff. He had probably the biggest star names on there. He has three Taylor Swift songs, a Sia song, and a Twig song that featured Future, which was the biggest on that album. What did Dan Arabach produce? Apparently a couple things. Cypress Grove... El Dorado is Thomas Calloway singing for my supper. 
I didn't really hear them. Uh, then we have, after that, we have Dave Cobb. Yeah, I haven't, this looks like he's a country producer. Or yeah, maybe is. rock. Okay. I've only listened to, I don't know, whatever Andrew Watt did. He just, didn't yeah, he just, say Andrew didn't Watt. he do the whole Aussie album? Yeah, he did the whole Ozzy album, apparently. He did the Ozzy stuff on the Post Malone song with him. Did a yeah. Five Seconds of Summer song on Miley Cyrus and Boogie with the Hoodie, and that was probably one of the best songs on there. And Break My Heart by Dua Lipa. So, yeah, I get why yeah, he deserved, won. Deserved. Mm-hmm. This was a... I like seeing this one. Same John and Ivan Vec got the uh, best remix recording. I have never listened to any of these. Me neither. <laughs> I was the only one that had an opinion. Okay. Damn. Phil Good. I haven't listened to anything classical that's new. Me neither. Yeah. Uh, orchestral performance. I haven't. David Frost one. That's oh boy. Cool. Yeah, we can't. Again, I think we're getting to the point that we can't really have an opinion on the winners anymore, so I think we should start talking about... Probably, we should start talking about the snubs and, like, what was a surprise to us. Ooh, best music video. Where's that? That one's Beyonce, I believe. It was Beyonce, St. John, and WizKid. Not WAP? (laughs) No, WAP's not even on here. I think WAP was even um, submitted... Why the so fuck bag. did they? Why did the fuck do they do a porno on the stage then? Like, because well, it would be it have to be Cardi B submitting for it because it's her song technically. Uh, it was cringe song. Oh, the little band from Texas. I watched that movie. I watched the Beastie Boys story. Yeah, here's a here's a big thing that people were talking about about this being kind of crazy. Jacob Collier. So we were saying that we didn't really know who he is. Yeah. So apparently, this is fourth album. It got nominated from album of the year. It didn't even crack the Billboard 200 for albums. So this wow. thing went double cardboard, and almost won like it was in contention for a Grammy there. That feels like that was a replacement, if you ask me. Like, I don't want to discredit the guy's career, but it feels like they were like, well, if The weekend won't do our show, we'll just cut his album and the spot it would be in. I mean, he's still got the Junos. It's not like nobody, any, anybody watches those, but whatever. He's Canadian. Yeah, no one can... The yeah. weekend? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought we were... He's from Scarborough. I didn't know we were still talking he's about He's from him. Scarborough? Yeah. Yeah, it's from Scarborough. <laughs> There's a guy that lives in town here that's won two Junos. Yeah, it's not that hard to win a Juno. For jazz performance. I'm pretty sure I've been nominated for one I don't even remember. Damn. Peter wins right, a so... Juno, doesn't know about it. Apparently I was going to say, and that's on me not having a proper label. Apparently, Taylor Swift becomes first women, first woman to win top Grammy three times. I don't know what that means. So yeah, basically after that, um, 
we just talked about copious opiate our made-up band and just basically that was the end of it um hopefully you guys enjoyed um i certainly did i finally recorded an episode with my friends and uh yeah hopefully we do this again um what i want to talk more about the weekend instead of like how we got snubbed maybe we actually talk about house of balloons um yeah anyways uh this was delivering the goods featuring uh michael uh and my buddy peter and i hope you guys uh enjoyed goodbye